Good morning, friends. Today is Friday, December the 20th, 2019. I want to I share with you my devotion for this morning. It really gives you something to think about. And as the scripture lets us know that we should examine ourselves to see whether we be in the faith. You know, sometimes we just need to sit back, reflect on our lives, reflect on our personal life. How have you been treating yourself? How have you been treating others, whether you like them or not? And how have you been reverencing and serving the Lord? It's quite uh, a chock full of information and reflection. And I went to one of my favorite scriptures, which is Psalm 103. I really love it. It, uh, It tells all. And it lets us know we we are to serve the Lord. We are to, uh, he should be, he should have the preeminence in our life. He should be first and foremost. He should be and is our God. You know, uh, God with a small g is something that you worship, something that you attend to, uh, something that you try to please. So, He is our God. We have God, our Father, God, our Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ, and God, the Holy Ghost. So he should have the preeminence. He should have the (laughs) say-so. Wow, he should have the say-so in our lives. So anyway, let me get into scripture. Psalm 103, bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. So it's telling us, You need to bless the Lord with your soul. That inner man should be focused on blessing the Lord. That should be your desire. And then it says, and all that is within you, all that's within you, that means with all your mind, with all your soul, with all your strength, This is actually telling us we should be yielded over, surrendered over to God's will in our lives and surrendered over and giving over to praising him, to blessing him, to seeking him, to serving him in in all our ways. And verse number two, bless the Lord, O my soul. And do not forget all his benefits. Don't forget what he's done for you. Don't forget what he said he would do for you. Benefits. It's a benefit in serving the Lord. It's a good thing. You'll reap good things. (laughs) Like on your job. When you go and decide and commit to working that job, you say, they'll give me benefits and they let you know what your benefits are. You may have a a two-week vacation, and each year they might increase it a week. 
or you may get a sick day every so many hours or so many days or so many months. You can accumulate certain benefits. You may get a bonus uh, after a period of time or after a special uh, event or after a special job that you have accomplished in a great way. But there's benefits to serving the Lord. And then it, it does tell us here what some of those benefits are. So let's keep reading. Verse 3. And here, here, here's the beginning of some benefits here. Who forgives all your iniquity? What? We're the ones who have the iniquity. We're the ones who forget about God. We're the ones who sin against our God. But guess what? When you bless the Lord with all that's in you, He's going to forgive your iniquity. And next, who heals all your diseases? You mean every disease? God is my healer. Who would not want that benefit? I want that benefit. Verse 4. Who redeems your life from the pit. From the pit. Now, that I was reading out of the New Revised Standard Version. And I'm going to read out of the King James Version that verse. Um, sometimes when we're so used to reading from one uh, version after so many years... Well, maybe not that long. I'm just saying. We get a clearer understanding or we get a better perception of what the Word of God is trying to tell us. I did have it marked, but you hear me turning the pages. That's okay. <laughs> so we're going to get to Psalm 103 out of the King James Version and read that uh, fourth verse. Let's see. I'm almost there. Okay, verse 4. Who redeemeth thy life from destruction? So the pit, you'll be destroyed. The pit is destruction. The pit is destruction. That's separation from God. Wow. Who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies? More benefits. Loving kindness. Tender mercies. God loves us with a special love. Not just mercy, but tender mercies. I just want to say he's sweet on us. <laughs> yes, when you're sweet on somebody, you're careful how you treat them. You're easy to forgive. Yes, love covers. Love endures. Love will go that extra, extra mile. Yes, without thinking twice. Tender mercies. So back to the other, other uh, NSRV. Verse 5. Who satisfies you with good as long as you live, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Now, as we get older and sometimes we get out of shape, physically and spiritually too though 
if we give him all that we've got, God is going to do the renewing. Isn't that wonderful that you just can just go to the Lord? Submit, commit yourself to him. Go before his presence. And he will do the renewing, the strengthening, the fortifying. All these benefits are in Christ Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And I, I want to stop right there, but if you would take the time to really invest your time into reading Psalm 103, it will bless your soul. It will give you great insight into why and who you should be blessing. And, and the benefits of Christ, all the promises of God are yea and amen. Awesome. You know that word awesome, it's overused, but, and sometimes even misused. But for lack of a better word at this moment in time, it's just awesome. It's, it's wonderful. It is a wonder. It is a marvel, something we marvel at. So I thank God for Psalm 103 to let me know what I should do and what God is going to do for me. But here in, herein is an issue. Herein is a situation. Herein is a circumstance. And I flipped over to Galatians chapter 5. And I'm only going to read two verses, beginning at the 16th through the 17th. This I say then, walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things that you would. What? Now verse 17 gives us the issue. It gives us the problem, as it were. But verse 16 gives us the solution. Isn't that amazing? If we want to bless the Lord with all that's within us, we got to recognize and examine that there's something going on that's trying to keep us from doing just that. And I'm going to go to uh, Galatians 5, 16 and 17 in NSRV. I think I'm saying that right. I mean, I like this Bible, but when it... When, NRSV, New Revised Standard Version. Um, it's really, really a good, good uh, version to have because it helps to break it down for you. But Galatians 5 and 17, let's go see how it words it. Sometimes we really need to uh, dig deep and reflect and take time to 
to study, to search out, and to get the full and complete meaning of Scripture so that we can live as God intended us to live. So that we will know how to fight, what to do, how to do. So, so uh, Galatians is right before, wait, let me get it right because, you know, it's right before Ephesians. So here it is, chapter 5, verses 16. Now, in, in King James, it says, walk in the spirit, right? So here it says, live by the spirit, I say, and do not gratify the desires of the flesh. Our flesh have desires, right? So let's continue. For what the flesh desires is opposed to the spirit. That's that contrary. The flesh lusteth against the spirit, and the spirit lusteth against the flesh. That means they're contrary one to the other. They don't agree. And what the spirit desires is opposed to the flesh. For these are opposed to each other. To prevent you from doing what you want is to stop you from blessing the Lord with all that's in you. It's to stop you from giving it all you got. It's to stop you even from reaping your benefits. Because you didn't do, you didn't walk in the spirit. You didn't live by the Spirit. You didn't obey the Spirit of God. You didn't follow His instructions and His guidance. And it's in the Word of God. Scripture is given to us for doctrine, for reproof, for edification, for correction. Yes. It was just amazed, it just amazed me this morning when I just read those two verses in Galatians. Wow, I said, the uh, issue is in the second verse, verse 17. It's telling us, this is how it is. Your flesh does not agree with the Spirit of God. It cannot. It's enemy with the Spirit of God. Your flesh is going one way, and the Spirit is telling you, no, go this way. It's, it's contrary. And, and so that you can't even do the things that you would do. Paul speaks about that. Doing the things that I want to do, that I should do, because of the flesh, the war that's going on. We say war. It's a fight. It's a determination. It's a will thing. Do you will to do that? Do you will to do the things after the flesh? Or do you will to do the things after the spirit? And now here comes the flesh wanting, desiring its own way. That's that lusting, desiring its own way. And the spirit it desires its way. But they don't agree. And then we can't even do the things that we want to do. And the reason why we can't 
It's because we're not living by the Spirit. We're not walking in the Spirit. And to do those things, there comes a time in your life when you have to say, Oh, I'm not going to give into my flesh. But you got to submit yourself to God. So when He will begin to work the things in you, so that He can uh, fulfill those things, his, his Spirit, His will in you, He can fulfill His will in you by His Spirit. It really is uh, thought provoking. It leads you into self-examination, which is what we should do to stop trying to pull the little moat out of our brother's eye and see and then deal with this great old beam in our own eye so that we can love as Christ loved, so we can do his will. So that if we suffer in the flesh, we should be ceased from sin. So the will of the Lord may be done in our lives so that we can be a witness, so that we can be wise and win souls because it's not just about us, but it has to begin with us. It has to begin with you so that you can be that instrument, that vessel, that willing vessel that God has placed in this earth at the time that he deemed necessary for your life to reach those who he would bring to you or place in your life or however he chooses to do it. So that issue, that contrariness, that opposition that we see, we face, and we know that our flesh, our desires, our will is contrary to the will of God, to the spirit of God. But I really am appreciative of God's word that when he sets the mirror in front of us and shows us ourselves and saying that you can't even do the things that you want to do, you can't do it yourself. And that's why verse 16 told you from the beginning, walk in the spirit, live after the spirit. This is your solution to your problem. This is the solution. So I hope that the word has inspired someone today, helped someone today, uh, strengthened someone today, edified someone today, that you may press on toward the mark for the prize of what? What's the prize? The high calling of God, which is in Christ Jesus. I love you today with the love of the Lord. God bless you, my friends.